Monday, September 14th. Whoa. Well, uh, so Friday night, a few days ago, our daughter was really, seemed to be in a foul mood and was yelling at us and turned out that she had seen that uh, uh, quite a few of her friends were at sleepovers, not all at the same place, a couple different sleepovers. And she was very upset saying that all of her friends are allowed to do more things than we are allowing her to do. And she was feeling as though people were not asking her to do things because they know that we are more strict about uh, COVID precautions. Anyway, it was just really, really rough and um, hard, and but we did have a really good conversation, and I do not think that that's true. I know that it's not true that all of her friends have <laughs> more freedom than she does, but some key ones do, and so we talked about what we were, will, you know, what possibilities for... Um, allowing more things for her to do as far as going into other people's houses. I don't think that we would allow a sleepover indoors. Um, and then the other thing we're talking about is making, we our garage has an upstairs area that we could make into a, uh, a hangout space with some time and money. Um, and I think that that would be somewhere where we would be okay with having kids come over there and hang out. So that's going on. It was a really emotional weekend. Um, Sunday morning I got up and just, I just was, found myself just melting down over uh, the pain of all of this. And I've been thinking about one of the things that's really hard is, uh, not really seeing an end in sight. And I think that I need to start envisioning the future world that will be livable and sustainable that will come someday. I don't, know how long it's going to be now at this point. I think Fauci said that a vaccine might be the end of 2021. So anyway, so found myself crying and then was feeling another wave of sadness about my lung disease and the limitations of that and found myself crying again. Just so, oh no! But I, I was needing to release a lot. I have not cried in a few weeks or something, and just had to let it out. And then read that Toots of Toots and the Maytals passed away. I knew that he had been pretty close, but uh, heard that on Sunday. And again, I didn't know that that was going to hit me. 
as much as it did, but I just felt a lot of sadness about that, and just his music is something that has been just incredibly powerful for me. Um, I've probably really only listened to their most popular played stuff a lot. We have Monkey Man in our truck. <laughs> it gets played a lot, but I just find such incredible beauty in those lilting Jamaican rhythms put together with these songs of joy and so much pain and hardship that the Jamaicans have such an amazing way of bringing together into this amazing summation of being a human and living in the world. So <laughs> I had a couple more big cries about that. Well, I cried when I read it and then I listened to some of his music as I was cleaning the house. and had to just stop for a few minutes and let more out. Kind of ridiculous. And then <laughs> I started feeling sick. I had started feeling this way on Saturday, like I was getting a whole head cold. Sore throat, stuffy head, and a runny nose. And it sort of was coming and going. Um, and I, at first I was a little nervous, and then I was like, oh, not making much of it. But then late afternoon Sunday, I started feeling bad enough that I was quite worried that it might be the dread COVID. Proceeded to call the mom of the friend that was supposed to come out and hang out with my daughter. And we decided that my daughter would go over there instead and they would just stay outside, definitely. Um, and yeah, I, was, I wasn't really thinking that was what was happening. Meaning that I was coming down with the infamous virus. But, um but wanted to be on the safe side. Called the friends, we, excuse me, my husband and I were supposed to go over to some friend's house and hang out on their deck, called them, called that off. And then we, uh, as the evening progressed, I was feeling worse and feverish and just couldn't even really wrap my head around what was happening and was kind of freaking out, but thinking, you know, it's so pretty slim possibility that that was actually what was happening. And, uh, went to bed early, felt a little bit better after lying down and then decided that it was okay for my husband to sleep in the same room and then felt more feverish in the night, lying there thinking about getting in touch with the local doctor and seeing if um, what the deal was with getting texted. And then I woke up and I pretty much felt okay. No fever. And in all of this, I don't know if I actually was running a fever ever. My husband said he didn't think I felt warm, but I definitely felt flushed. 
That being said, I often feel things like that these days with various transitioning into the menopause phase of my life. Body temperature, weird, hot, flash type things happening. So anyway, yeah, so woke up, pretty much felt okay again. Today I felt okay, um, sort of a little sore throaty and uh, not so much head congestion anymore. But mostly just relieved. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that was that was definitely a scare. And also felt really unprepared to deal with what would happen if that, what, what, when that happened. And now I have a much better plan. If one of us thinks we have it, I know which room in the house they will immediately go hang out in and how that will get set up and um, and how that can be converted into a good quarantine place if it has to become that for a longer period of time, heaven forbid. So in some ways, I think that was good to uh, push my mind forward into having that kind of plan down because in the heat of the moment, it's I found it very hard to kind of figure out so that was some big excitement. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Now shall we talk about <laughs> the wonderful state of the world? It is so bad. So yesterday, September 13th, marked six months from March 13th, which was a day that our president announced a national state of emergency related to this pandemic. It was the day, first day that my daughter did not have any school. It was the last day that we went into somebody else's house for dinner. Um, and that was six months. And right now, nothing is any better at all. There's not any better system for testing. I don't think there's any more, much more availability for testing. There's not any system for contract tracing, contact tracing in this country. People are doing things willy-nilly. Things are trying to open up here and there, but without any proper anything set up to make sure it goes well. And it is a disaster. Meanwhile, the western coast of the country, Washington, Oregon, and California, are all having unbelievable wildfires. 10% of Oregon is under an evacuation order. Full towns have burned down. Uh, it doesn't feel like... Um, What does it feel like? It feels like a dystopian nightmare, um, which in our own home and town and lives feel relatively safe, thank goodness, um, for the time being. But uh, still, there's so much fear right now. 
A friend of mine the other day just looked at me and was like, I'm just really tired of feeling afraid. And that's, that's a big part of where we are all at right now. Um, wow, this is a really super cheerful <laughs> uh, little episode. Um, so, yeah, a lot of fear. Oh, I... Um, I think another part of why this weekend felt emotional was for the first time ever, I did some political calling. I was, um, calling in the state of Pennsylvania. I wanted to do it in a swing state and primarily focusing on making sure people had information about voting and how to do it. And that was a very intense experience. I am horrible at speaking to people when I feel scared and anxious and awkward. And so I think for some of the calls, I sounded just like a, just a total fool, like so ridiculous and weird things coming out of my mouth. Uh, but <laughs> I'm not sure why, but those situations make me just freeze up in a bad way. So after getting a little bit more used to it, it was a little bit fun and it was interesting to talk to people. Uh, had one guy say he was a registered Republican, but he would be voting for Joe Biden. He, um, and then he made a comment like, well, you know, things are really crazy right now or something. Uh, so that was kind of interesting, and I do feel like I actually was able to give people some information um, that they didn't have, and felt like maybe I had a little bit of a good impact. Uh, I will plan to do this probably once a week for the upcoming weeks. Um, so that was an experience. Uh, it, it also felt as though I was immersing myself in more exposure to how whacked out things seem. Um, some of the things that people were saying in the Zoom training and some of the things that people said to me on the phone um, about how, how off everything is what was nothing new but just hearing it from more people and hearing it from just regular people talking in a totally different part of the country where I am brought it a little bit more, you know, more home. Uh, on that note, I have been avoiding the news, I think, more. It's a different horror pretty much every day where you're like, oh my gosh, really? Um, and then the next day it's like, whoa, what? And part of that is that uh, a whole lot of people are putting out, releasing books right now that are um, related to the Trump presidency. They're getting them out there before the election. And so it's lots of interviews with Bob Woodward, Michael Cohen, Mary Trump, that are, uh, 
you know, just a lot of revealing of craziness. I think I need to go now. Thank you so much for listening, and I uh, hope you're all doing well. Bye.